Hey, you're listening to Local Band, Local Beer, 88.1 WKNC's interviews with bands performing at Local Band, Local Beer. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and then join us every Thursday at the Poor House Music Hall for Local Band, Local Beer, sponsored by WKNC, The Poor House, and Younger Brother Productions. Enjoy listening. 88.1, The Revolution. Dream. 
WKNC 88.1. That song you just heard was from Lemon Sparks. It was called Dogwood Forest, and they'll be playing tonight at Local Band Local Beer, along with Tangible Dream, XOXOK, and Gabriel David. So tell me about yourselves. Well, thank you for coming into the station. Um, So Lemon Sparks. Who is Lemon Sparks? Lemon Sparks is... Myself, Jeff Carroll. Myself, Greg Turian. And our buddy... Uh, Rick Lasseter, who is not with us right now, but um, taking a nap or something. I don't know. Yeah, what we don't know what he's doing. He's but, probably uh, working. Yeah, so we'll we'll he'll be with us tonight when we get to the club. But that's it. Sometimes we have a keyboard player that joins us, Todd Montgomery, and uh, but we're like the core three guys. So where are you based? Out of Raleigh. Out of Raleigh, mm-hmm. and how long have you been playing together? Well, Jeff and I have been playing. A very, very long time. Our friendship goes way back to 19... You got to date us. <laughs> I won't 2000, say. 2005. A long time. Just sufficient <laughs> to say he's, he's one of my best friends, and, and we've known each other for a long time. Was in my wedding and everything. So um, we, we played in bands when we first met and then, and then didn't for a long time because I went to, uh, up to Boston and lived there for a while and came back down and... Um, I've always wanted to get back in a band with, with Jeff because I know how awesome he is as a musician, oh, songwriter, thanks. and a friend. So we made it happen eventually, and now now we are Lemon Sparks. Yeah, I started recording some songs and was trying to play the drums myself, and Greg was like, I want to play. And so I was like, yeah, it'd be good to have a real drummer on these. So that's what actually became our record. So. So, Greg, you came back down to Raleigh. How recently? Um, it's been uh, some time now, about 10 years, um, but I was away for quite a long time as well. And um, I, I was. It, it took a while even after I came back for us to, to finally make this, this band happen because there were, there were other things sort of in the way, like other bands and other, other, other life things. But it... Uh, as... As happens when you start aging a little bit. <laughs> Gets a little more difficult to take on more, you know, but we're making it happen, so. And you both are taking on quite a bit. I know you've got your your day jobs. Your, uh, yes. So, so you're a sound engineer. Tell me about your gig there. Um, I master records. So um, if a band uh, needs, like maybe they're, they're recording a record for release it could be a single it could be an ep or it could be a, a full album and uh they're going to release it either on compact disc vinyl or digitally or all of those formats i will put the finishing touches on the recordings to release to the public and it's a way of making the recordings play back better on different systems and make sure that they have more continuity 
um, as far as equalization, just to make sure they translate to the real world uh, in the best way possible. The final shine in gloss. Right. Well, that's a good resource to have for your band, too. Yes. Yeah, well, mastering yourself is not something that actually is, um, it sort of defeats the purpose of mastering, but people do it. (laughs) (laughs) The idea of mastering is, is, is to have an objective ear on the project. So if you are the one who's the artist and you're the one who's doing the mixing or, or any of those, you're already, you know, you really should, should be disqualified because you're not coming at it from a, from an objective point of view. That's interesting. I never thought about it that way. I always thought of it just as make the volume right. 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 Well, it's a whole art in itself. I've learned a lot just from watching Jeff do it. It's really cool. And speaking of learning things, I know you mentioned a lot of other bands that y'all have played in over time. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your journey getting to Lemon Sparks and how Lemon Sparks has been different from the past. Um, we we met, um, let's see, I had been in some bands in Greensboro and I lived, in, I went to school in Greensboro at UNCG and the scene there was... Um, you know, sort of close-knit, just like it, a music scene anywhere is. But, um, you know, made a bunch of good friends who were musicians, and we all played in each other's bands. And um, and eventually uh, I got to the point where this, a band I was in, we needed a drummer, and our drummer was, was stolen uh, <laughs> by Ben Folds. And, ben Folds? Yeah. And then Ben Folds gave me Greg's number and said, well, we were going to ask this guy, but he, <laughs> but he lives in Chapel Hill. So uh, I called Greg and we got together and, and uh, we really liked the way each other played and, and we liked uh, hanging out. And uh, the band that he came and tried out for sort of fell apart, but then we started a band, the two of us. So <laughs> it was called Toast and Dozens and uh, we were together for about a year. And then he decided to go to jazz school in New York. And in uh, our band sort of was sort of morphed into a different band called the Desmonds. And our drummer broke his leg. Greg put off going to school and played a few gigs with the Desmonds while our drummer recovered. And then eventually he made it up to New York. And, um, you know, a number of years, a few years went by before Greg came back to North Carolina. <laughs> you can tell you can tell by looking at us we're probably the youngest band you've ever had in here. Um, You're on the radio. Nobody has to know anything. <laughs> it's hard to talk around it because everything sort of leads back to uh, this happened yeah, quite a while yeah. ago. <laughs> you could be aliens for all anyone knows. They can't that's, tell. That's true. You should take full advantage, right? We're Jury's still out on Greg here. We've known him for a long time, but sometimes I do believe he might be an alien. My daughter definitely thinks I am. <laughs> so, Greg, you did you end up going up and going to jazz school? Um, yeah, it was sort of uh, everything is about timing. You no, know, and I had already had it in the works planned by my senior year of college at Chapel Hill UNC, and um, so even though we had started band and everything was really, really sounding good and going well, it was already kind of in motion for me to go up there so I I, I did and I had um, at the time I'd sort of tapped out of the the teachers that were teaching in the area now it seems like there's a lot more 
lot a lot bigger pool of teachers and really good players, uh, especially in the jazz realm, um, <clears throat> with good programs like Duke has and, and NCCU. So we didn't have that back when I was looking for more training. So I thought, why not just go to the source, go straight to the the people that made the music, and ended up doing a post college. Uh, education in in jazz performance at uh, a place called the New School that had a small jazz program uh, was actually part of the Parsons Design School, which you might have heard of. But um, I, I stayed there for two years and got got my butt kicked. <laughs> basically, what's that movie about the drummer going to, to the teacher? What, what was that? The, the yes. Drum, what was that movie? Um, I'm forgetting the name of it. You know what I'm talking about? Where the the, the drummer goes the and drummer. Yeah, the jazz drummer he goes to to school and. Anyway, that's that was, that's based on Greg's life. <laughs> I don't remember that. It's, it's, it's a little bit uh, exaggerated in that movie, but that is sort of the jazz school of teaching. It's a tough love kind of concept. Are you uh, glad you went? I'm very glad. I got an amazing uh, exposure to the real the real deal about jazz. Do you feel that education has carried over to what you're doing in Lemon Sparks now? No question about it. Um, I think. Both uh, myself and Rick come from a uh, jazz background as well as other other genres of music, and I feel like we really do bring things uh, that we've learned in other other experiences, other other genres, and and uh, hopefully tastefully tastefully uh, apply them. It's not like we're playing crazy uh, thirty second notes all around the. <laughs> The drum kit every every song or anything, but that might be kind of fun though. <laughs> the film was whip, the film was Whiplash. That's Joanna right. just texted me. Thank you, Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear another song. Uh, this next one is called Soulless State. Tell us about this album. Um, how long has this been out? Um, it's been out a little over a year. I guess maybe about a year and a half now. It came out at the end of 2015, so it feels more like a 2016 album. Um, it is sort of a hodgepodge of recording methods. It was, um, you know, <laughs> the bulk of it was recorded in uh, in my house and um, and sort of piecemeal. And then we brought Greg in. Some of the drums that he did were recorded in my house. Then some of them were done at his house. Then some of them were done in a friend's studio. And then uh, we got different people to come play we got some horn players i got a uh, a buddy who plays some keyboards to play on it um um very organically yeah. made type we have of a album. <laughs> have a song that uh oddly freed who's from raleigh who plays with Sheryl crow now uh he plays on one of the songs and um some other great people on there like fj ventry from uh chapel hill carborough and he's uh you know been around for quite a while it's good to have him on the record and uh the one guy that we didn't get on the record was our bass player rick so we actually um uh, i didn't, didn't even know yeah, that. We, we, we didn't find rick until uh after the record was finished unfortunately but we are working on a on another record probably later this year and he's going to be all over that so gotta make up for the last time yeah well, this next song, again, is called Soulless State from Lemon Sparks, who I'm here speaking to now. And they'll be playing tonight at local bands at Local Beer. Stick around. You'll soon WKNC.
And we're back. That song you just heard was from Lemon Sparks. It was called Soulless State. And we were just talking off air a little bit about cassettes and all these other <laughs> name things. Name dropping. Just name dropping, you know, Ben Folds, <laughs> Cheryl Crow. It's very casual. <laughs> so tell me what y'all are up to nowadays coming up. Um, let's see. So we've got this show tonight at Poor House, which we're excited about. Um, we've never played a local band, local beer, but I've been to many of the shows and uh, always had a great time so um looking forward to that and when we have um the bass player and i are doing an acoustic duo at the end of the month where we're gonna we're gonna do the uh 
we're going to open for the Steve Miller Band on their North Carolina leg of, of their tour. And uh, they were, they said they didn't want Greg. They just said, we, you, you can play with us, but we can't have that drummer playing with you. But uh, no, we, too uh, loud. It was just too, I guess it was just too complicated. They wanted something simple. So um, we're going to do an acoustic set, the bass player and I. Um, Greg, what are you going to do? Cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there supporting, supporting the team. Yeah. He'll be selling merch. <laughs> <laughs> Putting me to work. <laughs> I saw I saw merch for LBLB a lot of the time. And okay. honestly, I think it's the most fun part. I get to people watch all yeah. the time. People get drunker as the night goes on. It's oh, so much okay. fun to watch. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Okay. And you get paid. So. Let's see, we've got we've other than that, we've got a show in April at the cave. Um in chapel hill mm-hmm. and there's not much else on the calendar but we're trying to finish up a batch of new songs and get ready for our next record so with all the experiences that you've had you know you've played in all these bands you've been to all these schools and to be so young it's, it's, <laughs> right. it's almost impossible it's amazing that we've been able to cram all that into our short 17, lives right? yeah <laughs> how is it being a high schooler <laughs> so Tell me, tell me some stories. What? Give me a one of your most vivid memories in your musical career. Your favorites. Hmm. You, you go with that one, Greg. Oh uh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> the, it, my favorites are probably not. Um, as long as it doesn't have any of those words. Yeah, on yeah, it. yeah. But they're they're not really good for the radio. Yeah, not um, too uh, clean or uh, appealing to listen to. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I mean, that's enough. Now we'll no, just let people's got, imaginations run wild. There's gotta be one. I'm just not thinking of it. <laughs> I think probably the most, I, I guess the most I've I've ever gotten from from music, which you know I'm not talking about money or anything. I'm talking about just friendships. You know, I probably have made the best friends of my life playing music, and whether that was people that I was in a band with or whether it was other bands that. You know, the band I was in played shows with, but um, just the music music community here in North Carolina is just so awesome. It's it's uh, it it never ceases to amaze me to to just sort of look back and think about how many friends I have that are, you know, that I made through music, you know, and then I've got some of my absolute best friends in the world, like Greg here, um, that I've played with. For, for years and um you know i think we both uh met our spouses from uh you know through playing music together so that's pretty awesome we um that's right yeah it's a good story so, so those are i guess just the the whole um whole shebang is just a uh it's, it's just music is has been our lives for so long and um We've, we feel like we've gotten a lot out of life through music. And I can, I can second that uh, statement about the North Carolina music scene being a, a very warm, nurturing, open, friendly place because I was in Boston for quite a few years, and not to knock Boston, but it was not quite as, as uh, open and friendly there. It was, it was more difficult to... Uh, bond with other musicians especially ones that you didn't know and and meet new people and it 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 wasn't quite as healthy of a scene 
but um, you know, some great bands have come out of Boston, no question. But um, North Carolina is very special in that way, I think. It's one thing that brought me back. Watching North Carolina over time, do you feel like the music scene or just the state in general has changed significantly? And can you tell me about that change? It's definitely gotten much, much bigger. Um, I can say before I left to go to Boston, I knew everyone in the scene in some way or another. Not that I could In like a specific town or you mean like, like in the triangle? In the triangle, okay. Um, yes, rock and jazz. Yeah, and even if I wasn't necessarily, you know, on a first name basis, people I knew who they were. They knew might know I was in this band or that band, but but when I came back, I feel like it's exploded here because everybody's heard the good word that this is the place to be, and now it's it's much much bigger. Um, so we still know a lot of people, but there's a lot of people I have not met yet. <laughs> yeah, and I meet new music, musicians all the time now, which is great. And that's part of us being so young. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see change in North Carolina musically in that, um, well, just what the internet's done for, for, for music, you know, um, it, it's just easier to be connected now. And I think younger musicians now seem to be much more accomplished than when I was their age. So, um, and I think that has to do with, um, access to online materials to learn, um, you know, having some, being able to pull somebody up on YouTube to show you how to play a particular cover um, is is a lot easier than having to uh, drop a needle on a record and, and keep dropping it on the record until you figure it out two hours later. Um, yeah. there's, there's, there's probably more bands, but um, it seems to be, I'd say... Like label, as far as labels go, there's probably some bigger labels here now, you know, or labels that have thrived over the years and they've, and the ones that have survived are probably much larger than, uh, you know, most of us would have ever thought they would have become. And there's more studios, there's more people recording in their homes, and there's just a lot more music out there. So. And what do you hope to see out of the music scene as we're going forward? Anything more of, less of? Uh, well, one thing I've noticed that's changed, I think, everywhere, not just North Carolina, is that live music is maybe not as appreciated as it used to be when we were younger. And it's unfortunate because I, I really think that's where the music lives. That's where you really f can understand what musicians are doing as a band. It's where you feel the chemistry of the band and... Um, there's a magic about being in a room with a, a really good sounding band that a lot of people maybe don't even realize that's something you can do anymore or that, you know, and it's, I know a lot of it is because of all the changes Jeff just mentioned with technology and internet and, and that, that, that those things are great. Um, they, they do wonders for, for music in all different kinds of ways as far as getting exposure across the spectrum. But I still think that would, be one thing I would like to see people understand and appreciate a little bit more and get introduced to it more and realize the, the beauty of it. Live music is still live music. It still does for people what it did maybe years ago when, when there weren't as many outlets for music. So, um, 
but yeah, I think yeah, to get more people coming out would be great. Um, just I remember a time when you you didn't um, you know you couldn't just pull something up on the internet just to check it out. You'd have to either go to a club or you'd have to go to the record store and take a chance on a band. You know, you'd mm-hmm. take a chance and buy a record, or take a chance and plop down your cover charge and and uh, it it was you know you'd always end up with something that was great or something you could appreciate um and now there's just a lot more options so um yeah it would it'd be nice to see local music thrive and i think with when you see um some of the companies who who promote shows like deep south they're always doing more deep south is always doing more more and more and more and and they get bigger and better shows they 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 promote really well and then you see uh the catch cradle promoting shows and they've reached out so far to other venues um amphitheaters uh you know theaters like the carolina theater deepak well i don't know if they've done deepak but um north carolina museum of art the the shows that they put on it's it's a uh i mean i've really seen the growth in in some of the 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 things that happen with live music and um down on the local level it would be nice if maybe more of that was going on Mm -hmm. uh locally as well but like with some of the smaller shows and some of the smaller artists but um yeah live music is great um seen a lot of great shows around here and have for years so hope that continues need places to play always need better clubs better sound systems <laughs> <laughs> and i would love it if the house shows kept going but there's a i guess there's not enough going on elsewhere for t- i probably shouldn't say that on air never mind <laughs> <laughs> everything keeps getting busted oh, we're just really? trying yeah, to have yeah. some shows and uh right, right but hopefully hopefully it comes back up you know we have we have waves it's Tons and tons of them are happening, and then everyone gets shut down, and then yeah. more people come back, yeah. and then everyone gets shut down. Everything but. cycles through, and then and then somehow somebody will find a way to, to make something new happen, and it'll be great, too. So you just got to hold on, yeah. stick around long enough for it to, to, to morph. And it, it is interesting to see some of the creative ways people are trying to keep the live performance. Like a big thing nowadays is house parties where you just get a friend who wants to yeah have you over there playing maybe you know acoustically or or in a small group and invite all their friends and and you just end up playing for a bunch of people in a very intimate setting that's a really cool idea i was doing house parties before they even had a name (laughs) he's way ahead ahead of the curve (laughs) (laughs) you know you you caught my interest earlier when you were talking about meeting your spouses through music can you Uh, tell me that story um well we were playing in a band uh we were we we played when when our when I was in that band the Desmonds, and Greg came to sit in for our drummer after our drummer was injured. Um, he met his spouse at a practice at the bass player's house for that band. But before that, we were playing a gig and my wife was there, and she was dancing in the audience <laughs> distracting me <laughs> and um instant chemistry yeah so so that that's 
That's yeah, how so we met our spouses we both, through music. We knew each other Playing before we knew our spouses, and, and we would not be with our spouses if we hadn't known each other. Exactly. Because it was all through the, the band we were in. So yeah. that's, that's really cool. I love hearing things like that where if I wasn't here, then that wouldn't have happened, right. and then this wouldn't have happened. Yeah, definitely. It's beautiful how those things work out. So we've already talked about what you've got coming up, but last question for you before you get to sound check. Do you have any words of advice for someone, for anyone? If, if, if you could have someone, anyone, know anything, what would it be? It could be a group of people, anything like that. It could be technical, anything. If, if we could have anyone know anything. Yeah. And this is not just a music question. Mm-mm. This is not a question about the band. This it can ba- be. It, it can be, but it's, okay, Greg's got this yeah, one. one. It has to do with music, and if you're, you know, just getting out there or trying to break it into mu- break into the music scene and find people to play with. Uh, good bands. There's two things about what makes a band successful in my mind, from what I've experienced. One is the band has to have chemistry, musical, artistic chemistry, and personality, friendship chemistry. Without that, you, you're not going to find many successful bands that don't have those two things, or they're not going to last. <laughs> especially with the friendship department. And the other one is state, just have state power. If you, if you have that magic in your music and you have the band that has the chemistry, just keep moving forward and don't let anything stop you. It sounds so cliche, but things are going to be hard. Things are going to get tough. And I think one of the reasons why most bands don't succeed that are good is because they just don't keep driving and keep driving and keep driving because it's really hard sometimes. And you get tired and you get burnt out. But if you, if you really want it and you have the, the right band that you're playing with, then just keep going. That's, that would be my advice. And to add to <clears throat> what people should know, I think they should know that, you know, we have a great station here in Raleigh, WKNC, that everyone should be supporting. It's a diverse station, just like our community. Um, and... To go out and support a band at a local beer local band is is not just supporting local beer and local music. It's it's supporting a great radio station like WKNC. So without WKNC, um, you know, turning us on to uh, new and interesting things, we'd all have to be on the internet all the time, or going to record stores, or going to shows. So you guys play a, a really vital role in the music community and, and developing interest in new music. And I think it's important. And, you know, we're glad you're here. And I hope everybody understands that. Thank you for that beautiful endorsement. I'm going to have to pull that and we're going to have to use it <laughs> as one of our PSA. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right. This is Lemon Sparks. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yes, thank, thank you for you. coming on to the show. I'm okay. looking forward to seeing you tonight. Thank you. You've been wonderful. Lemon I've Sparks. Oops, sorry. I've enjoyed speaking with you, and I hope that we can have you on again. And okay. I'm sure I'll see you tonight. Okay. Great. Thank you for listening to WKNC. My name is Fion, and I'm here speaking with Lemon Sparks. They're going to be playing tonight at the Poor House alongside Tangible Dream, XOXOK, and Gabriel David. Show starts at 9.30, doors at 8.30, and again, this is at the Poor House right off Blunt Street, 
down in downtown Raleigh. Again, if you missed any of these interviews, you can check out our blog. It is blog.wknc.org. We put all of the podcasts there, and you can also see some other content, reviews of shows, that kind of thing. Tune in again next week for the next Local Band Local Beer segment. This last song I've got for you is from Lemon Sparks, and it is called Digging Up Flowers. You're listening to WKNC.